Hey guys, welcome to the Jen Mullen Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Mullen, and I'm a suicide attempt survivor, an anxiety conqueror, an Enneagram 9 that loves strong coffee, and can create a kick-ass charcuterie board. Life is crazy, right? But despite what gets thrown at us, we can handle anything. On this podcast, we'll talk about stress, organization, or the lack of it, how to roll with the punches and be okay with change, and most importantly, how to live the happy, healthy life that you deserve. Welcome to the show. All right, guys, the next couple of weeks on this podcast are going to be so fun. And I say that every week, I know, but I'm really loving recording these podcasts for you and sharing what I've learned over the course of time. So the next couple of weeks, we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects, and that is disorganization. (laughs) Yes, I know it's a negative word, but I love disorganization because seeing how you can take something from disorganized to organized and make it work for you, there's some sort of magic about it, and it's so fun. So... The reason I've broken it up into two different podcasts is because I think it's important that we talk about what disorganization is, how it makes you feel, what it could look like, and how it could be really different for you and the other people living inside your house. And then part two of this podcast will be about where to start. If you're somebody that wants to become organized, and right now are disorganized, there's a way to do it. And there's a way that I have done it myself. And that's what I'm going to teach you on part two. So today, we're going to talk about what disorganization is, what it looks like, how it feels, and how it can look and feel differently for you and for somebody else. Now, according to the Oxford Dictionary, disorganization is the lack of proper planning and control or the inability to plan one's activities or affairs efficiently. Now, when I read those definitions, the first thing I see in that first definition, lack of proper planning and control, is someone that cannot plan well. And it's probably because of that control factor. Maybe there are external things that they cannot control and cause them to make choices or decisions that skew their planning in a way that just doesn't work. Now, in the second definition, inability to plan one's activities or affairs efficiently, that tells me it's somebody who knows how to plan, knows what to do, but just can't do it well. And these pieces can change. If you're somebody who is disorganized now, you definitely can become organized. And I promise you, it's going to take a lot of work, but it's worth it in the end. So no judgment. I've been there um, and it's okay. It's okay if you're disorganized. What is great is if you're disorganized and want to change it. That's where my heart lights up. So what does disorganization look like? Well, 
there's an external view and there's an internal view. Externally, it could just be as simple as having a messy house, a house that has too much stuff, clutter. And you're probably thinking about the show Hoarders. That's an extreme version of disorganization. It could also be that you have a messy work desk. You have piles of things everywhere and don't really know what's in each pile. And at the end of the day, you go home, or this could be your desk at home, and you just walk away from it because you don't know where to get started. And it could also be an overplanned or overbooked calendar. Too many events on the weekends. And quick story, there was one summer that my husband and I said yes to pretty much every single event that we were invited to. And part of the reason we did this is because earlier that year, we had lost a really good friend. And we had said no to some of the things we were invited to that included her. And after her death, we said, nope, we're not going to say no anymore. We can sleep when we're dead. So that summer, we said yes to every single event. And the whole summer, we usually had four events each weekend, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. And by the time Monday rolled around, we were completely exhausted. So our calendars were overplanned and overbooked. And it was an absolute nightmare. I can tell you that I was stressed out and I was anxious all the time, that I cried a lot, and it just wasn't fun despite how often we were seeing our friends and our family. It just wasn't worth it. So that's what it can look like for external disorganization. But what does it look like internally? Well, that's where you can feel a lot of things. You can feel like you're all over the place. You have no direction, like you're not yourself. You're overwhelmed. You can't focus or you're scatterbrained because you've got so many thoughts or events going through your brain and you're stressed out to the max. Like you're in a hole that you keep trying to dig out of but just can never get out. You feel like you're never gonna see the light of day. So internally, it can affect our judgment, our thinking, our emotions, and our health. It can affect how our weight is, whether we gain or lose pounds. It can affect our minds and the fact that we can have headaches all of a sudden when we never had them before. You could have stomach aches and nausea. Your temper could be short with people or you could be quick to judge somebody or a quick response that just you don't even know where it came from. And because you're overbooked and overwhelmed, you could forget a lot not just things, but appointments. You could forget your keys, your wallet, and your cell phone when you go to leave the house, but you could also forget that you had a dentist appointment and you have to reschedule and it's not for another eight months. The lack of focus that you feel when you're disorganized basically can take over your entire body. And it's hard. It's a really big challenge. And There are some people who are born to be organizers. 
And then there are others that have to learn and it's really hard for them. So no matter which side you're on, be patient with yourself. Give yourself a little grace and just understand what disorganization can do for you or to you. Now, for those people that are born organizers, like myself, I'm a type A OCD person, self-described, um, that just loves structure, loves rules, loves how things have homes, that there are definitions that you could assign to things or tasks to make your life easier. It's all about creating systems. And all that kind of stuff totally comes easy for me. It's easy for me to take an item and determine what to do with that item, whether I need to know if I should keep it or discard it. And I could even look at a simple calendar and know how to visually make it look so it's easy for me to see what is going on every single day, whether that's using colors or stickers, emojis, um, it doesn't matter. I just have an easy way of doing this and it just comes naturally for me. And I don't know where that comes from because neither of my parents really have that skill. And I do call it a skill because it is something that you can learn. But my husband, on the other hand, not his thing. He's super easygoing, goes with the flow, never really worries about anything, you know, just comes and goes and it's fine. And, you know, if you're 30 minutes late to something, it's okay. For me, that just wouldn't work. And that's, again, because of my type A OCD-ness. But he is learning to be organized. We just did a little uh, switcheroo in our kitchen, and now things are a little organized, and I love it, and I'm still trying to help him learn how to use it, uh, but he's getting there, and so he's putting in the effort to try and learn, and that's where the big key comes to trying to be an organized person. Now, whether you're like me and you're a you know, very structured and regimented, or whether you're like my husband, organization is helpful for either party, for both of you. And if you live with a spouse that's like me or your husband, and you're the opposite, or you live with family that's like me or my husband, and you're the opposite, or the other way around, there are ways that you can work with each other and um, and make your life go from disorganized to organized. Now, one of the rules, if you will, that my husband and I try to try to use and constantly have disagreements on is whether or not things have a home or whether you should leave something where you used it last. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up here is because it shows just how different people can be. For someone that's structured and loves organization, every single item has a home. For example, your utensils, forks, knives, spoons, when you're done using them, you wash them and you put them away in the utensil drawer. But if it's a screwdriver or a tape measure, 
you might leave it where you last used it if it doesn't have a designated spot, designated home. My husband and I always jokingly challenge each other on this because my rule of thumb is it's got a home because how the heck do you know where you used it last? And every time he goes to look for something and he's trying to figure out where he used it last, he goes to about seven or eight different spots before he actually finds the item. And I always sit back and I chuckle because if you have a home, you know exactly where to go. Now what's even funnier is that this happened to me just this week. I was looking for something and I looked for this item in the home that it has. It wasn't there. Well, lo and behold, <laughs> I found it where I used it last. And my husband had the biggest laugh. So regardless of what side of the coin you fall on, just know that having a disorganized life can affect you internally and externally. And changing that from a disorganized life to an organized life can lift you up and make it so much easier for you. And so next week, what we'll do is talk about where to start. If you're one of those people that is disorganized now and wants to be organized, or you're organized and want to take it to the next level, we're going to walk through how you should actually start to organize. Now, I don't know if you guys have watched the home edit on Netflix or read the books by Marie Kondo or watched any of the minimalists um, documentaries, but the way I tend to see things is a blend of all three. There's no hard and fast rule for any one of them that works for me. So what I'm going to explain to you next week is how I do it how I incorporate little bits of each one and make it work for me. And that's one of the things I want you guys to take away is that your version of organization is your version of organization. I can encourage you and tell you how I do things, but when you go through the process, you might need a tweak here and there. Because our personalities and our home lives and our structures, as far as what we physically have in our house, are going to be different. And so that's why I always say, no judgment. Make it work for you. That's one of my biggest things when I do my coaching, is that I want you to take what I say and spin it until it works for you. So if you're disorganized right now, don't worry, give yourself some grace, take a breath, and tune in next week so we can talk more about how to get started with disorganization and turn your life around. So enjoy the rest of your week, guys, and if you want to start organizing now, go for it. Go for it. Make a list of all the things that you want to get organized all the areas in your house, and get started.
Okay, guys, that's it for today. If you took anything away from this episode, let me know what it is. Tell me what your biggest takeaway was by sharing a screenshot of this episode on socials. And don't forget to tag me in your post. You can find me at the Real Jen Mullen on Instagram, Real Jen Mullen on Twitter, and Just Live Mindfully on Facebook. Heck, if you know of a friend that needs to hear this episode, share it with them. And for more information, head on over to jenmullen.com. I want to thank you for sticking with me. Remember to hit that subscribe button so you always get the next episode as soon as it drops. Here's to living mindfully, friends. I'll talk to you next week.